Welcome to Japan According to Akio. Everything you wanted to know or didn't think you needed to know about Japan. With me, your host, Akio, living in Japan since 2004 and giving you the lowdown on what it's like to live in and around Tokyo. Hey, you guys, thanks for tuning in again as always.、Um, this is a really short but sweet episode. Uh, I, I recorded this back to back with episode 7, and it was a bit more difficult than I thought it would be.、Um, so I kind of gassed out at the end. You can kind of hear my throat is kind of about to give out as well. So I had to kind of call it quits at about the 20 something minute mark. But we got into a lot of stuff.、Um, I was able to tell you a bit about、um, pop, the, the pop idol group that's dominating shit over here,、um, AKB48. Got into an article related to that. Not so much about their music, I just more broke down, you know,、um, how the group functions and how they're kind of,、um, you know, how, how the, the, the master plan is being executed to make all this cash over here.、Um, then we talk about Legroom a bit、um, from my Instagram post I, I did a few months ago. And I just, you know, tell you what it's like to kind of. Uh, legroom, headroom, moving around in restaurants, buildings, stuff like that. So, again, it's short but sweet. I'm gonna、um, drop this the same time as the outtake episode from the previous one just because it's so short. So,、uh, enjoy and tell me what you think. Later. Hey, 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 everyone. We're back for part two of a special double header episode. Well, Not really a double header. It's kind of not for you guys. For me, it's a double header because I recorded、uh, two of these back to back. But this is episode eight of Japan according to Akio. You can kind of hear my voice maybe starting to give out a little bit because、mm, we got into it in the previous episode. And again, I'm, trying, I'm fighting off. I'm trying to stay healthy and fight it off healthy as I can while I still drink some beer. As you can see,、uh, the shirt's gone now. If you watched on the, the video of the previous episode, because I'm getting hot up in here.、Um, but you know, because this conversation is hot, it's fire! Fire! <laughs> maybe it is, maybe it isn't, I don't know.、Mm. But anyway, we got.、Um, Back to a more traditional episode this time.、Um, as always, we got an article for you and I have an Instagram post that I'm going to expand on. No questions this time, so I need your questions. If you, you, again, if you have some questions for me, anything you want to know, just so that I know that you guys are out there, you can DM me、uh, on Instagram at akil.watson. Or、um, you can shoot me an email if it's going to be something lengthy, going to be some links. Maybe you want to, you know, do it that way.、Uh, questions for akil at gmail.com is connected to my phone. So I'll see it as soon as you hit me up. I will do something. If you don't hit me up, I'll keep doing what I'm doing. Anyway,、um, so tonight it's going to be maybe a little bit of a shorter episode than the last one just because of time and. You know, family obligations coming up. But、um, I got something I think is going to be interesting for you guys. I hope it's interesting for you guys. I try my best.、Uh, and let's just jump right into our first our article, which is、uh, again from Japan Times, which is an English newspaper here in Japan. And the title is AKB48 sets chart record, but 
excuse me, Daiko, Daoko, and Kenshi Yon, Yonezu are playing the long game. I know it's a long title. I'm pretty sure if you type in Japan Times, AKB 48, sets chart record, I'm sure it'll come up and you can just read the article there. Um, basically, what it is, again, I, I read about half of it this time. Ooh, I read half the article this time. Um, pretty much what it is, is um, talking about how AKB 48 with their new single, uh, Sukinada, hashtag Sukinada, um, which sold over a million copies, as always, um, overtook uh, Ayumi Hamazaki as the highest selling female act in Japanese music history. Woo, congratulations girls. I guess. Um, <laughs> the reason why I chose this, of course, if you all are not familiar with AKB48, they just running shit over here. Um, they're running shit so much there um, that they've spawned spin-off groups such as I don't even, there's so many of them. You might even attempt NKZ48 or D something something for. They're basically, I, like, I don't even know all the other groups. There's a lot of them out there. Um, all you have to, I'm sure if you type in AKB spinoff groups or AKB alternate groups or something like that if you do a little digging you'll find out how many there's a shitload of them i can't even keep track of them but um i can talk about akb48 because they are you know uh out in front and what they are is basically they're the number they're the mastermind of some dude i forget his name um who he just like understands what the fans want man he's like the puppet master just manipulating all these people into um buying their shit <laughs> to be honest with you like um that's kind of why i chose it because i can kind of go in a little bit as far as how akb make their sales and it's actually a really interesting marketing strategy of how this dude did it right so he came up and, and i can tell you some some shit that you know has come up in the in the past related to the group as well um not so much about the record sales you know you can read the article i'm not really interested in their music so much although my wife got my wife was got pissed off at me one time because i think like their first song or something like that it was a song called like skirt hilali or something like that like it's like the skirts flowing in the breeze and so like you know i was studying japanese at that time and i thought the the title was kind of interesting so you know when the, uh, just fucking with her when the song came on tv a few times i would like dance around like skirt hiyari and she was like i fucking hate you <laughs> oh relationships the things you can do to really get under your partner's skin um but that was like a long time ago before they really just dominated i mean they just dominate shit they run shit there's a few other groups like um mono mono Momokuro, I, I don't know. I'm not about that life, so I don't know in detail. There's a few of them. If I hear the names, I'll be like, yeah, yeah, those chicks. That group didn't mean to be meaning to women. But, you know, um, anyway, basically, the, 
they run shit. So AKB, I'm not sure if it's exactly 48 members in the group, but um, it's a bunch of them motherfuckers. And they have like, I'll, I'll break down a little bit for what I know about the group and um, how the, the dynamics and how their marketing strategy, I think is even more interesting than actually their music is how this dude, their manager and creator, how he markets them. He just like knows what buttons to push on people, man. Like, so basically, um, they're a group, I'm guessing is 48. I'm not sure if it's exactly 48 now, but they have different teams, team A, team B, maybe team C, I'm not sure. And what happens is like every year they have a concert and they have like an election to who is going to be voted into, um, I think team A is like the ones who, um, have like a single and they're the ones who get to sing on that single and i think you get to vote based on how many one vote is i think one purchase of a single gets you a vote right so you have to buy a copy of their music then you get to vote for who gets to be um in the next single so if you really think about it like you know, if you if you're a fan and you like latch on to one uh, singer and you're like, I'm rooting for her, you know, I want her to make it, which is kind of a really Japanese kind of thing. You really like to cheer for and root for people who are really giving their best and, you know, gambateru hito, you really like support them. So, you know, these people with money, especially a lot of otaku have money, you know, a lot of disposable income. So people will drop fucking like, you know, buy like. 8, 10, 20 copies of a single so that they get the right to vote for a member in the ne next coming election. And that shit happens like every year. So you got, you know, if you, if you, if you, you know, and uh, they just do it in a way that's really skillful where they just know like how to make people continue to buy their singles. And they have like meet and greets as well, like certain purchases you make i don't know like dv i guess dvds or or cds or whatever buying those gets you a chance to like go to a meet and greet shake hands with them and shit like that so you know it's like a whole machine really that's based on generating sales for the group um it's fucking genius. Like it's just, it's, it's like I mean, and the, and they have like spinoff groups. I think the N No No Genzaka or something forty six. There's the guy, the same dude. I read like I was in a lesson talking about it, and I just like glanced at the Wikipedia because one of my students like well, she's like a high school student I think, and she liked N K Z or some forty six. I forgot their fucking name, but anyway, she liked another group, and. <laughs> on Wikipedia, it was like, you know, by, by the same guy, but he made that group specifically to be a rival of AKB48. So if you think about it, he has this group that's dominating and then he says, okay, we'll make another similar group to um, the, the one that's dominating. I'll make another one and position them as rivals to the other group so you know people are kind of you know they're doing so much they're at the bottom you know have a whole separate pool of fans rooting for this group bring them in you know so that they can support and buy all their shit to have them try to overtake the dominant group which is also part of his company like it's, it's diabolical <laughs> 
damn, he's he's fucking worse than Lex Luger, Lex Luther. You know, he's fuck man, like you know. Um, but yeah, so you can check out the article um, if you dig a little bit deeper. If you don't know much about AKB, there is. You know, it's kind of like a running joke. Like, their music really is... One of their songs I like, which was... um, Fuck, I forgot the name of the song, too. Um, It's like... All that shit sounds the same, but one song I think was was actually pretty good. Um, I remember the music video. They were, like, dancing in the street. It's like a big parade with some... It was kind of crazy. The beginning started with like a DJ, a black dude was like, yo, AKB, and then just start singing. It was kind of weird. Um, but uh, I wonder if I can find it. No, I'm, I'm not going to waste time like looking for it. But um, yeah, basically, that group. Oh, there's one more thing I want to tell you about this before moving on. Um, so an interesting thing about idols in japan is they're really not i don't know i'm still haven't tracked it down exactly why this is so but a big thing is, oh, i kind of can imagine why idols to maintain their purity or the illusion of their purity right that they're kind of untouchable princesses in the sky kind of shit you know so a big thing is they're not supposed to date anyone right and they're not supposed to have boyfriends and of course they're not supposed to have sex so um a few years ago i think about like four or five years ago what ended up happening was one of them again a scandal one of the main members of the a-team like she was like close to working her way to the top like i think the top five members of the group she got caught you know booty calling some other dude i guess he's like another singer or something you know she spent the night in the hotel room with him and that was like a whole big thing like everyone was like oh my gosh so what she you can i'm sure you can find the video online so what she ended up doing was shaving her fucking head like you know um she gave herself a buzz cut she shaved off her head just to, to kind of apologize to her fans which i found out later is a japanese kind of way of apologizing for shit is shaving your head so um she kind of did that suddenly after she found out and then released like a youtube video of her crying and like you know apologizing to everyone and freaking out um of course i think i talked about it before after you fuck up people are not going to give you a second chance i think she's still in the group i don't keep track of it last time i saw she was still in the group but of course she never regained that position that she had she kind of lost that so um she was in the group last time i saw but she just wasn't one of the main people again which kind of speaks to the fans ain't forgiving you it's cold as ice after you fuck it up man so so that was kind of um uh really interesting and i'm sure if you do a little digging on yourself you'll kind of get some information on the group and if you are akb 48 fan Hey, you know what exactly what I'm talking about, but um, it's quite interesting. You know, they're in the news sometimes. Like, there's always something related to like idols and stuff. It's just becoming bigger business here. And just the guy, he's just like a he's he's like a middle-aged dude with a big belly and glasses who's just like masterminds all this shit. It's really amazing to like see how you know. Um, I haven't. I, I, I think I saw a short TV show on him, but I, didn't, I don't remember him talking. But he just doesn't seem like strike me as like, 
you know, an eccentric kind of dude. He's just like a businessman. Like, okay, yo, we we gotta do this, we gotta do that. And he just knows what what the people, what that demographic wants, and he just gives it to him. He's like the biggest fucking drug dealer in Japan, giving them that AKB crack, that teenage and twenty something year old crack, that idol crack, and then people just smoking it up nonstop. You have no idea. It's ridiculous. So um, anyway, that's that. That's that. So we're gonna move on. Again, check out check out the article if you want to read more about it. Um, I didn't read too deep into it because that's just not really my thing. But we are gonna go go on to Instagram, and and also I'm getting you know I'm getting a little bit tired. You can hear me kind of if you see me on camera. I'm like oh, kind of a little bit half delirious, if you will, um, just because you know it's been kind of a long day. Um, it's not the beer. I haven't even. I got like this much of this shit left. Like this much of this shit left. Like you know, I don't even know why I got a big can because I'm. You know, I told you I don't really drink that much in the house anymore. Had a long day anyway. So, um, uh, anyway, anyway, and, and you know, I need to rest a little bit also. So, um, we before you know, I, I want to make sure I get to this, which is not a real blog post so much. It's a picture that I thought I could expand on a bit. Um, and what it is is. On Instagram at akil Um I think I was on the bus. Uh, when was this? In ah July. It's a post for me from July. You can see, like, I posted a picture of my legs, and just to illustrate the lack of fucking leg room here. Leg room is like a. Like leg room and headroom, man, in Japan. I'm 6'2", and it's always been an issue. Like, you know, <laughs> you could, you might be able to see, I have like two lines in my head because when I hit, got hit in the doorway, like here, because the doorways here in this house are like smaller than my old place. Before, the, the doorways were a lot higher, so I didn't even have to think when I walked through the door. So like... After we moved here this summer, like, I banged my head hard, like, a few times. And, like, I got, like, fucking zebra stripes on top of my head. And I look like a goddamn cheetah. <laughs> you know, like, I play for the freaking Cincinnati Bengals or something. You know, um, you know, if you look from the top of my head. Because, you know, like, you're always banging your head on, on stuff here. It's getting better. But, like, if you're in, like, a more traditional house or older houses, you're gonna... You own the train as well. I just naturally, like, hunch over, you know, wherever I'm walking. It's just safer that way. <laughs> you know, on the train, they have, like, these hand straps. They're always just, like, banging me in the face. Like, I'm just, like, if it's a crowded train, you're just sitting there with, like, a handrail, like, sitting on top of your head, just, like, whacking you in the head, like, half the time. You know, it, it's kind of comical. You have to just laugh at it sometimes because it's, like... Like, okay, I'm in Japan. And this picture on the bus, man. Whew. Like, there's one model of bus that where the legroom is, like, enough. But the older ones, man, fuck. They are, like, negative legroom. And my knee just digs into it. Like, so it's, like, either, either a choice. Either I'm sitting down. And if the bus gets crowded, I got to just suck it up. And, like, bang my kneecap into, like, the steel of the chair in front of me. Or... I'm just going to stand for like 20, 30 minutes, you know, depending on what mood I'm in. Um, yeah, like pretty much 
almost everywhere you go indoors you know um, closed spaces houses um, rooms stuff like that tables be careful on tables when you're sitting down in japan because like sometimes they'll have like a it'll be a low table and then it'll be like a secret bag rack under there right so you'll sit down and be like oh fuck this is a low table but whatever let me squeeze in and then you get in there and boom your kneecap gets <laughs> just like you know smashed to pieces so those kind of things you, you you can just laugh you just have to laugh at it man like it's part of what you sign up for when you come to japan you know you, you're not signing up for like extra large shit you signing up for japanese side japanese side shit like that's just the way it goes so um you know it's mm. Mm. sorry my recommendation for dealing with it would be um one again if you're standing if you can see this on video hunch over if you're tall if you're like over six feet if you're indoors you're gonna you're gonna bang your head enough where you get in the habit of just like fuck i gotta just hunch over a bit like wherever i'm going if i'm in a building or passing through a doorway or something and two just you just gotta be mindful of like like you know you gotta be like a fucking bomb inspector like you know checking what the fuck is going on before you sit down at a table or sit in a chair or walk into the place because you know it'll be some random ass like pole underneath the table that bangs your shit or like some freaking you know screw or bolt popping out somewhere that you know jams into your shit and you're just like uh you know and again like um she what she, you know not wanting to is one of those things where like for example if i'm sitting at a again I'm, i've just been here too long like if i'm sitting at a table or sitting on the bus or with other people and you know someone wants to sit down i gotta just scoot over and deal with like that lack of leg room you know because i'm not gonna really be the dickhead and like sit diagonally use all stretch lamp the fuck out you know while some like ladies wants to fucking sit down and she's like looking at me like you asshole like you know you just gotta deal with it you just suck it up and deal with it so um for the sake of the group for the sake of society you know i've been here long enough where that shit kind of affects with me and i just kind of gotta kind of do it you know so I mean, it's again. It's not. It's not like a big thing. It's um, but it is kind of funny at times. So, um, yeah, that's that's something. So, well, here's what I'm gonna do. Actually, um, now that I think about, it, just looking at the time, <clears throat> this episode is gonna be quite short. Again, doubling up. So back to back on episodes is actually a bit more taxing than I thought it would be, especially on my throat. So, um. You're, what you're probably going to do, because it's coming up on 20 minutes, I'm going to stop it here. Um, if you're watching this on video, um, this episode is going to be really short. But if you go to iTunes, you can get the outtake episode from episode 7. And it's kind of like a two-part kind of thing. And I'll just wait and release both of those like kind of at the same day, just because this is so short. So... Um, you know, again, sorry for that. I kind I'm kind of learning my limits. I'm learning like two back-to-back -back episodes is a little bit too much for me. So, um, sorry about that. <clears throat> so we'll stop it there. And as always, thank you all for listening. I uh, hope you enjoyed it, even though it was short and sweet to the point, like a Ginsu knife. By the way, <laughs> Ginsu, if you, if you're from the station, you know Ginsu knives. Japanese people have no fucking idea what a Ginsu knife is. Like... Yeah, I was like, hey, you know Ginsu? They're like, what? What is that? And I like Google it and they just, every, I think I've three or four times I've told my students about Ginsu knives and they just laugh. So 
No, that's just something they made up to sell some fucking knives. I was surprised as well. So if you if you're from you know if you grew up in the '90s, you remember watching infomercials about Ginsu knives chopping shit up like it's all fucking crazy. But that's not a thing here. So yeah, learn something new every day. So all right, let me stop it there. Um, let me fucking get some rest, recover for a little bit, and then I'll do some more work. So as always, love you guys. Thanks for watching, and I'm gonna keep giving it to you, giving it to you. Mm. All right, later.